everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Adoption Adventures. The uh, the episode last week was not happening, it was show week and yep, my time was definitely gone, gone, gone. <laughs> uh, you will obviously all be happy to know that the show went beautifully and everyone really, uh, really had a great time and there was some lovely feedback. So all worth it, I say, all worth it. Um, this week, um, I'm going to be talking to you about just a couple of different um, conversations that I've been having or going to be having and uh, sort of sharing sharing where that's at and, and updates there. Um, the little dude is currently on study leave and has started his A-levels, um, had his first exam last week. Um, said that it was harder than he anticipated. There were a couple of subjects that came up that he wasn't expecting to come up and his teacher had said they didn't think that they'd be there. So um so <laughs> challenging as that is, it was also really, really good because it's it's helped him to understand that, you know, these exams they can hit you and, and things can sort of come out of the blue. So you just have to give everything you've got and and just work really hard. So it's been really nice actually. He's he's been working really hard. He's been really knuckling down with his studies and and sort of just really pushing to see how else he can um, sort of get the best from the experience, which is really lovely, really really lovely. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was that was really good to see. Um, and you know, he's he's handling the the stress of this sort of time really well as as well. Um, he's he's coping with with that expectation, um, which is, has been great, um, because I know this can be quite a, a terrifying time, um, but he's got himself into a good routine on his study leave, and he's, he's really throwing himself at it, which is awesome, really, really awesome, um, so that's, uh, that's the update with, um, little dude, he's, he's making some friends, he, uh, he, got chatting they went to um it was like a uni acceptance day um so he went to the university that he's going to go to or has been given a conditional offer for um just to have a bit more of a right we've we've given you a conditional offer why don't you come and get to know the campus a bit better perhaps meet some other people um and he got chatting to a couple of people there and he stayed in touch and he went and um, spent some time there over the weekend which i thought was really really cool um so yeah, that was uh, that was really nice. Um, then I've been um, supporting um, one of the agencies that I work with doing um, their sort of foundation training day. Um, now this this is across the country. It's known as different things. So, but essentially, it's your day one. It's where you start to get a little bit of information about um the process and what what the world looks like um and you just get an overview as it were um now with this particular agency i've been working with um they've got quite a, a high in, influx of um prospective adopters coming through which is amazing um but as a result they are sort of suffering with a backlog of not being able to get the workers to then support alongside them to then support in getting that work done. Um, so we agreed that what we would do 
is we would hold two big um, foundation days and spend time with um, with the two big groups. And if I say really sort of hammer home all of the, the nooks and the crannies of adoption to really give people a great oversight, um, never with the intention of scaring anyone away, but always with the intention of just let just making sure that we weren't putting rose tinted glasses on the experience um and the idea being that we could really give them some some good insights as to what was happening there um and we could talk through um sort of the the different experiences and and whatnot um and what we would then be able to do is we'd then be able to talk about some of the delays, some of the difficulties, some of the challenges. So as a game, we're giving people fair and reasonable expectations of what their process will be. Um, because whilst sort of from a legal stance, there are sort of um, timescales to adhere to, with the um, sort of the resourcing being the way that it is, there are just ways that that's not possible. So instead, it was a case of let's let's work out who's going to be actually interested in moving this forward, who's able to move this forward, um, and what can they be doing in the meantime to get themselves in the best possible positions, um, which I thought was really, really strong as an idea. Um, now, the interesting thing of uh, doing this is when I got to tell our story, um, I shared little dude's story, but shared a lot more detail than I normally do um, with the idea being that I really wanted these people to understand you know some of some of our children's stories and some of the challenges that they're going to be facing um, and it was quite it was quite tough to sort of share it um, in in that way um, but I say it was well received um, from them. What I mean by that is, is people were really receptive to, to the understanding that actually it's it's not all going to be rosy and you know in in many ways adoption is a trauma in itself um, and we have to support our children through that. It then allowed us to talk about the children that like the harder to place children um, and to really sort of knuckle down and start talking about that and address address that issue um from from this perspective and say look you know this is this is what we need to be doing um as a community we need to be looking at these children first um and yeah i thought i thought that was really really good that we could sort of hammer those points home um throughout that day we then had a really interesting conversation um, and I won't lie to you, it it triggered me um, and really wound me up. Um, but we were having a conversation and we play a game, we sort of like do a quiz. Um, and we sort of do true or false quizzes and we talk about the amount of children that are waiting, um, the amount of children that proportionately that are in care and those that are looking for families. 
um, and just exploring that. One of the questions um, was, do, is it true that most adoptions are for um, couples? Um, and the room sort of answers and the answer is yes, it's true that, that most adoptions are for people in, in relationships. Um, but I happen to comment and say, you know, what's really good is we're seeing quite a rise in uh, solo adopters coming through um, and understanding that they are actually in a position where they are allowed to adopt, um, which I think is really exciting. And I said, you know, and I, I find it really wonderful as well that we're actually seeing a lot more um, male solo adopters coming forward. Um, and, you know, that's that's a real testament to the messages getting out there that actually we can we can start to break those gender norms and we can we can kind of demonstrate that if if you want to be a parent it really doesn't matter what gender you are um so you know i i finish talking about how wonderful this is and somebody in the room then said to me on that point she said um I'm assuming, or would I write an assuming that you wouldn't place a little girl with a solo male adopter? Um, and in the room were two solo female adopters. Um, to which I said, oh, judging by that question, I, I'm, I'm assuming that you'd take issue to me placing a boy with either of these ladies here. Um, to which she was like, no, absolutely not. I said, well, why not? She said, well, that's different. Um, now, as you can imagine, this didn't land particularly well with me. Um, and I said, sort of said, you know, I said, do you honestly believe that in this room, and after all that we've just been talking about, do you think that I'm going to be supportive of that sort of approach to, to the world of adoption? Um, she was like, um, well, no. I said, can you honestly tell me if there's one good reason why someone, why a man wouldn't be able to adopt a girl? She was like, well, no, not really. It, it, triggered me it bothered me it annoyed me because it was such a and it was just a question off, off the cuff and you know I'm sure that, that person has reflected since and realized that that just wasn't an appropriate question or and I, I always encourage people if you've got questions ask the question so I'm not condemning asking that question I guess but I am condemning that view and that sort of approach because how many single dads are there out there? You know, how, how many families have have had divorces? Um, what happens if there's been a bereavement and the dad's left on his own? You know, the, the, there are dads out there that absolutely love their kids, but it almost felt for me like it was coming from a place of either, A, there would be something quite cynical about a man wanting to adopt a little girl, or B, he wouldn't know what he was doing. Um, it just, yeah, no, it, it, it didn't 
sit right with me that that was a question that we were still asking. Um, and I think it annoyed me because I, as you know, if you've gone through the back catalogue, I've, I've spoken to two solo male doctors and there are fewer solo male doctors available. Um, and I think it's because of questions like that. Um, and it upsets me because that's a message that's going out there. Um, and if someone's already got anxieties, hearing something like that could really play into it. And it's no different to, you know, if if it was a same-sex male couple, are we not letting that couple have a girl? And, I mean, I could really throw myself into this and say, okay, well, how do you know that that girl will always be a girl? How do you know if they're going to identify as a girl? You know, how, how do we know where this is going to end? So, yeah, it just, it, it, it upset me because I think, I think that those gender sort of like biases still exist. Um, and I think it's really sad. I think it's really sad that we're in that sort of place where, you know, we can't just accept that if someone wants to come forward to be a parent and they've got all the right skills and attributes, let's just let them be parents. I, I, yeah. Um, I don't think we should be putting blockades in that path. I think, I think that we need to be putting checks and measures in place, but I think that about all adopters, um, but I don't, I don't think we should be putting blocks. Um, so that's an interesting one. That's definitely an interesting one. Um, in other news, um, in other exciting news, I, um, few months back I delivered um, some prep training and got chatting to one of the prospective adopters um, who let me know that they um, worked for a, quite a, a big well-known organisation and that organisation do an awful lot to sort of promote families um, and sort of well-being and things like that and um, this individual asked if I would be interested in going in to deliver a talk to their staff um, and sort of helping to demystify um, adoption. So we've agreed for me to go on in and um, deliver a talk, uh, which is really cool. Um, that's happening on Wednesday this week, so I'm uh, heading out to, to do that. Um, they've invited little dude along to, to come and watch and uh, have a bit of lunch as well and have a tour of the building, um, which I think is super cool. Um, we had a meeting today just to go through sort of what was going to happen. There's going to be a panel of us. Um, so there's going to be myself. There's going to be another adopter who was also, um, a, is also an adoptee. Um, and we're going to have another adoptee as well. So really excited about that. Um, I found out the numbers wise, we're probably going to be talking to an audience of about 85 um, people, some in online, some in person. Um, but the session is just open to anyone who has an interest in adoption. It might be someone who wants to adopt. It might be someone who has adopted and wants to connect to other adopters, or it might be someone who has a friend that has adopted and they just want to learn a little bit more about it. Um, which, yeah, I thought again, 
really uh really exciting um so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that one i think that's going to be um it's going to be a really fun day out um and i'll look to sort of update you on how that that went but the slides that i'm going to be sort of going through is almost like an intro night um kind of experience that you would have been to um so i'm just going to talk about who can adopt and what qualities you need and then who's looking to be adopted um and the process kind of thing um and then we're going to be opening up to to sort of questions from the audience which i think is going to be really exciting um i'm looking forward to it. i think it's uh yeah i can't wait actually i think it'll be really great um so yeah that's uh there's all the the things that are going on with uh with me at the moment um i'm hoping that all is going well with yourselves and uh you're full of smiles and uh and joy and excitement um as always if you have any topics or anything like that you want me to um to sort of cover please just drop me a line and find us on the social media um so twitter is adoption advent one facebook and instagram is adoption.adventures or adoption adventures one two three at gmail.com and uh yeah get in touch but until then i shall wait until next week and speak to you then